There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your host and referee, as always, Mike. Today, I'm joined by my buddy daddies, Jay and Ethan, who yeah. mercilessly slaughtered my parents in front of my eyes and then forced me to be their son. Uh, and we're also joined by my grumpy uncle, the producer. Um, today, uh, in case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Uh, today, Ethan... We'll be defending Ninjen Fushin, and uh, JW will have to defend Buddy Daddies. Uh, hope you brought your I'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> Catch us on Twitter at CrappyAnimeSD, and we'll just kind of jump right into things. What'd you guys think? Uh, you know what? Buddy Daddies is something that if I saw the review that said, it's just fun, turn your brain off and watch... This is one of the only times I would accept that answer in this category. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that, too. Wow. I think that's a pretty fair criticism. Oh, my God. Um, actually, this is where it starts, like a, a slippery slope, criticism. and then you'll just be saying about that that's right. about Labyrinth and a Harem in another world. Nope. Well, nope. Unlike, off for that. <laughs> unlike the general population, I don't consider turning my brain off some sort of uh, ends to a mean or a means <laughs> to an end. I consider it a, a failure. You know, uh, but of a particular magnitude. In this particular case, uh, Buddy Daddies is not good. It's just not bad. Yeah. It 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 has its premise. It uses its premise. You know exactly what you're getting. The characters are exactly what you expect them to be for the most part. Uh, everybody acts like a human being, and then we all go home. Okay. That's it. At no point Better. does anyone try to convince me that the writer needs to be buried alive or anything like that. Nothing like that. You know, like, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel dirty or disgusting when watching this. I don't feel I, like someone was trying to fuck any or all of the characters. I don't Shit think like I remember that. like anything. Um, I, I really am trying to think back on this. I, I don't remember anything like sexually happening that was strange. Um, now that the sexual I, encounters all made sense. There, you know? there was only like one interaction that even felt strange, and we'll get there. But like, it didn't even feel like that bad. It was, it was, it was, it was the one the encounter. Just to like hit it real quick. The, uh, the one where he's talking to her mom. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the bio mom being objectively the worst person ever put to paper. Yeah, came off as a little cartoonishly evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody this fucked up actually exists, no. but whatever. It's fine. Yeah, but it's, yeah, Take grand scheme of things, like, whatever. Whose mom was also trash? They're not that trash. I guess. No, I, it's just, it, honestly, it's greatest in there was it just lacks complexity. Like, people that are evil generally still are people. Like, they, ha there are reasons the why part. someone would want to stick around them. <laughs> I, I just think she was like almost chewing the scenery a little bit where, where you walk in and she literally just gets done being beaten by her boyfriend slash pimp, pours the world's largest drink on the table and proceeds to monologue about how she totally fucking hates kids, like all of them. I just hate kids so goddamn much. Also, I'm going to get in a fight with you. Like, like okay, well, I, I understood that she was a terrible person after the first 
Well, not the first bit. The first bit made her seem like a victim. Then to just like 180 on that shit and be the worst possible person after that, I was like, all right, well, that's just a little extra. It it would have also been like way cooler if they went the like exact opposite direction, which was um, she doesn't even like, okay, I mean, not exact, but like she doesn't love the kid, but she recognizes she's not going to be able to take care of her like as well as she needs to. And she recognizes that like literally the child's father is extremely wealthy and powerful. So, like, she will have a much better life probably with this other guy, whereas because I don't care and then also doesn't do not have the means right. to keep this child alive. Like, that that's something that I can I can respect that. Um, like, obviously, you should care for kids more than that. But, like, hey, you know what? This woman isn't exactly on the upside of life right now. It seems like shit's pretty bad for her. So, like, that is a more empathetic character to me that I can believe in and understand why the buddy daddies would continue to do what they were doing. I also um, I also like that she's in full like costume singing to nobody with the door open and when somebody walks in they're like get the fuck out we're closed. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing? I think it was supposed to be like a practice run but like look I do not believe that um <laughs> Yeah, he's a very her boyfriend the pimp wife beater is a, has very discerning taste. Yeah, that was weird. Uh it definitely felt like they were trying to do a uh like a 1940s kind of noir um, thing where you walk in, uh, literally the noir finds like someone that isn't a sex worker, but is so close that you just kind of assume she might be. And she's got the suave singing thing going on. She's a lady of the night, but doesn't have sex for money, which is the only other thing most people think of when they say lady of the night. It's very weird. It's pretty much the only thing people think of. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I do it, feel like, though, it's still worth saying that if that's as bad as the show gets, that's not that bad. No, like, it's, it's, it, it actually really is isn't. pretty all right. The uh, The main characters are, cla- they got a classic case of the not gays, where they're just living together. They're best friends. They want to be buried in the same urn together, just like Achilles and his roommate, Patrocles. But yeah, dude. The, the, we can't ever acknowledge that they might have romantic feelings for each other. So basically, I think once an episode, we're contractually mandated to point out that they fucked women. They fucked women. They liked it. They totally liked it. That's what they <laughs> like to do. Fuck women. Yep. Just in case, just just FYI, just in case you forgot, this man fucks women. That's why women. I, just don't I, mean, fuck I think women. the one guy just doesn't fuck. What, I think he's like well, a... Oh, Ray? <laughs> yeah. No, he fucks. Yeah, he fucks. What? They, they totally talk about uh, when he's uh, talking about the other women. Like, he talks about prostitutes and like that I know what they're like kind of way because the the one blonde haired guy is like really excited to go see the bio mom and Ray is not at all excited and is extremely pessimistic and jaded and he just talks a bunch of shit about women and that and that it just sounded like it came from the, the case of I've been so I've been with some the, some of the women so oh, oh a woman once I, I've been with a woman so I know a- am I right fellas who are straight I don't know. That was the vibes I was getting anyway. Fair enough. Blonde yeah, I, guy's I mean, got massive not gays, though. He, they they keep showing him getting out of women's beds without them around. Yes, that is true. Yeah, he's... They, they are definitely compensating more than a little. I wish I'd made <laughs> my called shot um, that... I don't remember what the art piece was, but there were those two men that were married um, that they made, like, graves where there's a hole in between their two graves so, like, they yeah, can hold, hold hands, hands when they're dead. Yeah. And I, I wish I'd made my called shot that. Like, there would just be straight up a reference to that, and then they would get out and be like, well, we don't need this, though, because we're not gay. 
Well, you know, there's only one bed in the apartment, and I mean, I don't want to. You just sleep on the couch, so you, you just we just make the pillow wall. The pillow wall that saves us, right? And then the next morning, the pillow wall is gone. That's weird. What happened to the pillow Uh-oh, wall? Oh, yeah, where did it go? <laughs> it's all gone. Well, they, you know, they grew as people. The, the pillow wall is just reestablished, but it's in between like her on the other side of the bed because she got scared, and they were like, "Oh, we'll just put this up so that way you feel like you're in your own bed." And you're like, she goes uh, in to sleep with her with her two dads, and they and they all like scramble under the uh, under the covers real quick because they come back in five minutes. <laughs> uh, the other single greatest aspect of the show was when the little girl picked up a gun, and I legit thought for a fucking second she was gonna fucking blast somebody's oh, ass. I was so excited God. for that yeah, one. That yeah. was I good. wanted it so bad. But I feel like what actually happened probably still appeals to you, which was they were like, "Well, we don't keep it loaded when it's just sitting around." He was like, "I'm not an idiot. It'll keep it loaded." If he if it had gone off, I would have fucking laughed all the way. That would've been the, it would have been the greatest anime I'd ever seen in my life. <sighs> the li- two two fucking buddy daddy spies adopt the little girl. By the end of I think the second episode, one of them is shot in the fucking <laughs> chest like the, by the, the du- little girl. It was like the dude that um. Oh, good job, producer. Yeah, we found the two dudes chilling in open graves five feet apart because they are gay. <laughs> they um, are very very gay. And they're very gay. Um. Anyway, what the fuck was I just saying? Oh yeah, it's like the story of uh that guy that got killed by his dog. That like accidentally <laughs> shot a gun in the back seat, and that 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 story feels a little sus. Like the the dog needing to really fucking hook his claw into that trigger, and then just I don't know. It feels a little hey weird. Man, but Glocks ain't got no safeties. The safety's the trigger finger, brother. Yeah, or, but the, it was tri- a rifle, or the or the trigger like, paw. You know what I mean? That was a <laughs> rifle. Holy it was shit. a rifle. That's why I was like, I don't I don't know about this one, but like whatever. The hell? Yeah, I think he shot himself with a Rube Goldberg. That's exactly machine. it. Or the dog just, was involved. Yeah, the dog was in on it for sure. He's been training like, that no dog doubt. for six months to shoot him in the back in the fucking car. Finally came out. Stepped on a loaded anime. rifle, brother. Stepped on that rifle. Uh, well, we got to talk about it more. It's been 10 goddamn minutes, brother. <laughs> no, no. I meant he asked us for our initial opinions. I, oh, I was still we're still in on the, that? We're in the intro. Yeah. yeah this is, we're I not just figured I'd spare you by talking about Buddy Dads. No, we can, we can uh, you don't want, you don't want like small talk? No, I mean, I the agree. producer hasn't even gotten to tell us how he... Yeah, I mean, every week the producer checks in to tell us how his week went. He totally and does. he hasn't even done that. Yeah. Uh, tell us about uh, the life at the T-shirt factory. I, I don't remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, his life is so good. All right, that's, that's, that's been really our good. segment with the producer. He finally that's, admitted to working at a t-shirt factory. That's, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Roll back the tapes. What's Man, a t-shirt I gotta tell you. <laughs> Wrong. Can't say that now. You already agreed to it. I'll I'll go through the episodes. So we watched three episodes of Buddy Daddies, and basically, episode one was the good one. Episode one was the good one because we get the background on the super spies. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, they're super spies. What? Uh, they they roll in and they shoot people like cool guys. And sometimes they shoot their pistols with one hand on it while they put their other hand in their pocket and they're wearing suits and they're like James Bond and it's fucking cool. And they do the thing where the guy gets off on the exit road and you miss the exit. So you got to ramp off a, off a utility vehicle, like a super sick ramp. And after you hit that ramp, and then they they cut away because that car would never survive the landing from the ramp, but that's okay. It's an anime. We can animate anything except the car crash. It's too expensive. And then he, he, he like, shoots a guy. Can I I get a couple of pizzas? That's my code. Can I get three pizzas? I just like that that their code word 
You didn't even try to be even just slightly more like if you would have just said, "Can I get three plain pizzas?" Or he says, "Hey, I'd like to place an order for pizzas. Thank you." And then hangs up. <laughs> hangs who, up. who were you calling? <laughs> I, I, what kind of pizzas? What size? You gave me nothing to go on. <laughs> what am I, Sherlock? I'm a spy. I'm not Sherlock Holmes. Please. It's so uh, fucking funny. I, I also love the idea that like he 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 goes to the. Uh, what is it? The information broker, which always has to be a, a bartender. Like oh, bartenders the aren't real. They don't actually serve drinks. They only serve as information brokers for assassins. I and wish you, you yeah. just walk into a bar. <laughs> nobody's fucking there. Nobody drinks there. Like, He's cleaning a the glass. Schmitt, a Joe nobody tries to walk of. in and order a drink. The guy's like, "What do you mean you want a drink?" I don't, like, I don't know how to I'm do in this. a bar, aren't I? He keeps dropping I, it. He doesn't know that, how to though. use the pour. <laughs> I, I genuinely love that though. That they're just uh, like I, I want the world where like fifty percent of bars you walk in, there's just no one there, and you're like, oh, wrong bar. I wish and you just walk out. You're like, oh, I. I, I we wish that my bar. called shot had been as good as uh, uh, what actually happened in that their handler slash their information broker. His name his name is Q. Well, it's not Q, but it's it's it is it basically shortened Q. to Q. They yeah. just call him Q, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. You were so like, close, I, and yet yeah. so far. That would have been such a good called shot. Like, I don't know why I wouldn't think of something so stupid. But there you go, people. When yeah. you think an anime is, is kind of good, but also dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Freaking so cute. the plot of the first episode is they get a job. They have to kill some rich asshole. And they do the whole, like, Ocean's Eleven thing where they come up with goofy disguises that help them get through the door. And that disguise is basically pretending that the wife of the douchebag ordered a cake as a surprise. And if they try to question you at the door, you just scream at them with AI voice changer. So it yeah. sounds like the wife is screaming at you. So you're like, oh, no, the, the, the lady's yelling at me. I better let him up without doing any real cursory check, which they kind of do. They check the cake and they frisk him a little bit. But basically, uh, they go up into this guy's penthouse sweet Christmas Eve party. And they're going to shoot him, and he's got all kinds of goons with Mac-11s because that's what your goons carry. They always got to carry some kind of SMG. And uh, they use their pistols to shoot the man and all of his goons. But at the last second, there's this little girl who's been, like, following the one protagonist around, saying that she's going to meet her dad, and she, like, keeps sneaking on to stuff and causing trouble. And it turns out the guy they were there to murder was her dad. Wow. And uh, they get into a gunfight where nobody goes deaf from hearing damage. And then, you know, uh, at the end of the day, they they kill her dad and then they take care of her. Good shit. Hooray. I mean, uh, now they've as adopted you pointed the out kid. though before, I, th I think I, that, like, the plot-wise, obviously, it's very straightforward. But I, I'll admit there were moments where I did actually get a laugh. Um the little edgelord character, uh, not little, um, the little. Ray, was it Ray? The guy yeah, with black yeah, hair. yeah. Um, he's pretty obnoxious like most edgelords are, where like he's mm -hmm. not allowed to have a character other than just pain. Um, but he was every beaten once in a while, by his dad and possibly a dog, and I don't want to know what happened with the dog besides he no, killed it. We're he had to kill a out. dog, a, co a cute little dog, but it was actually attacking him. So, yeah. <laughs> But, like, there were, I don't remember the what he said, so I'm not going to try and recreate the joke. But there's a, a bit where, like, the little girl runs into the elevator. And this is the first time they've seen each other. Mm -hmm. And they is the cake, and they're going upstairs. 
and he's trying to like entertain this little girl because he doesn't doesn't want their cover blown or whatever. Who cares? And she runs out of the elevator, and I think Ray says something akin to like, "Well, what you wanted me to shoot her or something." I don't remember what the joke was, but whatever it was, I I didn't realize because they did a pretty good job of hiding that he was underneath the cart in the elevator. So mm. whenever he springs out making the joke, I actually got a laugh out of that. I don't even remember what the joke was um, because I just assumed he was like outside somewhere with like a sniper so, rifle so or something. So funny, I forgot the joke. Yeah, I'm not saying it's amazing. Hey, I'm man, just it's, saying it's that... It's a moniker of, it's a moniker of brain-off entertainment. That's that exactly I forgot the joke. What, what's the line from fucking Midnight in Paris? Uh, I, it, it was completely lacking in any wit or yeah. uh, or humor, but I laughed and laughed and laughed in spite of myself. <laughs> Which part it, is that? It, it was utterly forgettable. I, I'm outing myself, but I absolutely love the movie Midnight in Paris. And there's a scene where <laughs> oh, it's incredible. Uh, yeah. Fucking Owen Wilson is talking to his like fiance's parents, and they're the ones these. From Cali. They're, yeah, there's these. Cle- no, they're Florida. It's even worse. What? He's from California. They're from Florida. Oh, that's right, because they love a good Californian red or whatever. Yeah, it is. exactly. I guess I assumed that meant they were from Cali, but they're not. Or, yeah, or maybe right. not. I don't know. But it doesn't either way, matter. The point is that they're like the most stereotypical, uptight, like shithead Americans. And so yeah. the joke is that they, they say they went to the movies while in Paris to watch an American movie. And it was some like god awful comedy. And that's how they describe it. They're like, oh, it was completely forgettable. And then the, I believe the character that's always. Uh, whatever, not Ed Wood, the other one, Woody Allen, the character yeah. that's Woody Allen, because every Woody Allen movie has a character that's Woody Allen. Woody Allen says, oh, that's funny. It was probably one of mine. And then he goes, oh, I don't know. It, it was completely lacking in any wit or humor. And yet I laughed the entire time and I can't yeah. remember a thing about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the great shit. Oh, wow. We oh. got a, we got a thing. I know it was moronic and infantile and lacking any wit or believability, but John and I laughed in spite of ourselves. <laughs> I saw a wonderfully so funny American film. I forget the name. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that is basically what I just said, yeah. That is almost exactly what you just said, and it's yep. me watching these fucking comedy anime all the goddamn time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and just to back it up, it's not the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's more just like you said at the beginning of the pod. This is acceptable stuff you put on that you're not really paying attention to to just zonk out to. Um, You'll laugh occasionally. It doesn't matter. And then 10 years from now, someone will say, do you remember that anime? And you'll say, oh, yeah, the kid was cute. And that's as far as it goes. Oh, man. All right, and that was so episode one. That was episode one. Hey, we're dragging this out perfectly. 20 minutes, baby. Let's go. So episode <laughs> two, I forget what happens. Episode two and three kind of blend together for me because 99% of it, of it is is uh, they're in a, a scene, apartment, interior. Uh, <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> actor, actor number one says, oh, man, I, I can't wait to do this mundane thing with my life. Uh, actor number two says, uh, that's not fun. And I hate you. We're like opposites, you know, yin and yang, uh, the audience claps, child enters room, audience cheers, child does something horribly fucking annoying and just disgusting or really, really fucking infuriating. Uh, everyone, both actors gets extraordinarily fucking annoyed or disgusted. They then attempt to make the child stop doing that annoying, stupid fucking thing. They fail. 
It continues for 20 minutes and then they roll the credits. Goddamn. Yeah, uh, I remember in the reviews, people were complaining over and over again that this child was annoying as shit because it acted like an actual child. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. This child just does a bunch of really, really fucking annoying shit. That is true. Can't take care of itself. Basically just runs around and screams all day unless it's sad, in which case it sits still and screams all day. Like a child. Yeah, like a child. So, like, yes, they were 100% right. This is sometimes extraordinarily painful to watch because the child acts like a child and there is nothing at all entertaining, interesting, or desiring of my eyeballs being on it than a real fucking child. I mean, and that's just, the real crime here, right? Is we know that the the deep state of Japan has failed in convincing people to have children because well, this is they're a not very doing it here. Child. They're not doing it here. This is that's not true. Good if anything, PR. they probably don't want us to have kids. This is not good baby making PR. All right, I don't want this little fucker running around. I don't like this one. The other one that was send this the, one back. The other one that was psychic and would do whatever you told it. That's a baby I could have, not this one. I could have a psychic baby, you know. I just want to yeah, interject one here and say that this uh, this child is actually annoying on a level that is not equivocal, equivocable. I don't know. It's not equivalent, equivalent? to a real life child. Equiv- I don't know. You think it's more annoying than a normal child? Yeah, because it's annoying in in all the wrong ways. I've I've grown up around children my entire life. No child has ever acted like that child. Not even one. Like, Damn. Uh, like other than like the other than like sure like they they yell a lot and do things, but all of Japan's like kids are smarter than they ever should be. I mean, it's probably also a problem with the movie, but I mean, I've seen just some super dumb kids just like sit in a corner and do nothing. They are never as as crazy. Basically, if you took all of the energy that a kid had in a day. And you could boil it down to, you know, maybe like an hour's worth of time where they're just excessively annoying. But it's like this nonstop. I mean, not unless the kid has some sort of problem. Uh, or I, there's I, not a TV in their house. <laughs> I, I guess. But I they're just they're too smart. They do too much with kids. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it. No, I get what you're saying. Like, this is an accurate portrayal of how annoying they can be. It's an inaccurate portrayal of how often they're doing it. Yeah. And also like, how, the little how they not, do it. Yeah. The little fucker's not running around actually 24 seven, desperately trying to play hide and seek. Like yeah. they, they, they will do that where they're like, I yeah, want to play and hide then, and seek. And they'll like pester you for like a solid 30 fucking minutes. But they won't continually be playing it no, basically a lot by of themselves. Time, there's a lot of time. Yeah, there's a lot of time. Like, you know, even even my daughter, like, she'll just go and play by herself for, like, 45 minutes straight, and you won't even notice she's there. And right. then she'll come over and hang out with you. But, like, yeah, kids can be annoying. So can most adults. But they're definitely That's not true. doing it at a rate that, uh, you know, like, 24-7, like, nonstop, you know? So... I don't know. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to put that out there. She is very annoying. Don't get me wrong. I agree with that. Mm. I just don't think the people that said that she's annoying like a real child have never met a real child. That's well, my, that you know. I can almost guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. So that's I why also I also think... try to avoid meeting <laughs> real children whenever yeah, fair. possible. Fair. And yeah. in all fairness, the most annoying children are not two. They're eight. Yeah. 
Yeah, yes. Oh, I 100%. Because the twos are like, yeah, they, they cry a lot because they throw tantrums, but it's when they're eight that they start acting like she's acting. That's why I think she's acting ahead of her time. Yeah. Because when they're eight, they kind of start arguing back and, and know how to push your buttons and really know how to annoy you like all the time. But they're making her do that, but trying to make it look cute because she's younger. And I just think it's it's the worst of both worlds. I also and, sometimes really question how old they want this kid to be. Yeah, yeah. The, well, that's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, but every kid in every anime is like the same way. Like, you tell me they're a certain age, and then I go and look at real world kids that age, and I go... Yeah, I'm just not seeing it, man. Like, I, that's just not that's not how they work. Like, a two year old yeah. is not running around talking and saying full sentences and like asking me philosophical questions. Like, that's just not a thing. Like, yeah, like a four <laughs> or five year old would maybe be doing some of those things. Some but not though, like not to small the degree. Portion. Yeah. <laughs> And more importantly, like she does things that only eight-year-olds are smart enough to know how to annoy you doing, exactly. and yet she's the size of a four-year-old. Yeah, yep. And that's my problem with with. I mean, sometimes even with the Western movies and stuff, is that when you have a kid that most of the time you don't know how to draw it, and you just don't know how to make them act their age. You just literally yeah. don't because they've never. Whoever wrote this has never met real kids or I, just wants to take. Uh, liberties to make it over and over exaggeration so that you get the point i guess i do agree um i think it's just normally in service of something um like whenever it i'm willing to accept a kid that can like know too much for the age in the case of like uh the one that's psychic from the thing this is cloning i don't remember spy x family because like you're you're doing it on purpose there's a reason and also like that kid probably has access to more knowledge than she should so like there's there's like a gimmick right like I can get it, um, but in this case it's not in service of anything. Um, it's it's just in service yeah, like of her, the idea that she's her, a kid. Her going to the hotel to find her dad literally never happened. A kid would go out in the street, get lost, and start crying to the nearest policeman, and then wouldn't just give herself up to two random strangers. Like just none of that. None like of that literally happens. never. Yeah. Yeah. Like just literally would never happen. You know, you're 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 more accurate with Home Alone, where the kid would just throw a party. I, the rest of the stuff in Home Alone, fine, but it's like. That kid is not going to find her dad. When I was four years old and I didn't have my parents, I didn't go looking for him. I tell you that much. And I tried to run away from home once. I made it down the street before crying and coming back. Like you're not going out in a city and finding your dad. It's not happening. Yeah, that's right. I, I and get the, the cops I get the, certainly aren't just going to be like, I don't know, is yeah, that random yeah, person your dad? I, I guess. Well, she ran to him, I guess. That's fine. Uh, I mean, it's sort of like they were going for, what is the Adam Sandler movie, like Big Daddy or whatever? It's like they I were going daddy, for that, yeah. only they wanted her to look three years old, but sort of act like that kid. And again, that kid is yeah. like eight. Right. <laughs> right. So it makes sense what he does. Like, maybe he would go out and look for somebody, but a four-year-old? Forget about well, it. He, Forget he, about he wasn't it. even looking. He was literally assigned there by yeah, the adoption yeah. agency. <laughs> because <laughs> the bait and switch, uh, Adam Sandler's friend just <laughs> left Adam Sandler in his apartment. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. That was some that was some uh, bullshit, grandma. <laughs> what a I, I don't disagree. Setup. All right. Uh, well, episode 3 is as we kind of said before, the whole point is they're trying to find the little girl's bio mom and basically pawn her off on the bio mom. So naturally, because the show has got to be the show, uh the bio mom is like the worst person fucking ever invented by a human being. Uh, the author gets his chance to dump all of his resentment of women onto one character where she's simultaneously like 
emotionally unstable, completely incapable of taking care of herself, but also has like a marketable sexiness that she has used to get money. And it's always one of those fun, like catch 22s whenever someone's writing a bad woman character where they're simultaneously extremely manipulative and very easily able to like take control of some man's life, but also completely fucking like unable to take care of themselves and it's just like oh she's just some drunk who sings sometimes like which is it is she such a worthless drunk that she can't sing and make money or is she like a a, a fucking uh what do you call that like cougar gold digger who you know does all of that to pull rich men and then have their kids and then snake them into child support that requires a lot of fucking work dude that's not an easy thing to just pull off. It requires a level of intelligence that you are not displaying here. Not going to lie, there was a better mommy backstory with Jack the Ripper from Record of Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> that like, is I'm pretty not, unfortunate. not going to lie. I, I yeah. enjoyed that. Now, they tried to make Jack the Ripper sympathetic, which is stupid. But An interesting if it, move, if it to was say any, the least. Anyone but Jack the Ripper... And like I get it because she was trying to basically trap her her baby daddy into marrying her was she was a prostitute that's why she kept him as a baby and then found out that he was going out marrying a different woman and so she lost it and told the kid that she hated like like that all yeah. made sense but this one's like ah I'm worthless but also yeah, I can she was sing. in it for the long con but she was the one who got taken for a ride yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> got him. And then he put on the Joker makeup and said, <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> and choked his mom and stabbed her. <laughs> record, of, record of Ragnarok coming soon to the Benchwarmers, I guess. Because <laughs> God, God damn. I can't wait. When he uh, put on the Joker makeup, dude. <laughs> anyway. So uh, that's pretty much all that there is to talk about in Spike's family, as far as I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just... There's nothing really to say about it because it's just so fucking generic. Yeah. You've seen it before. You'll see it again 10,000 times. And I don't even mean right. in like a Spy X family way. This yeah. is honestly very different from Spy X family. I, I would say it's far more generic than Spy X family. Oh, Spy X family sure. at least had like five different premises and twists that it had crammed into one, you know, one little can. This thing just has one. <laughs> Two totally straight lifetime roommates, adopted daughter. Definitely straight. Yeah, More the, on this at 11. The second they get over the initial like hilarity of like, are they gay? And by, by openly trying to convince you over yeah. and over again that they're not gay, <laughs> yeah. there's really no entertainment value to be found in the relationship between the two male leads because they're yeah, just... I'm, they're just that boring, we're opposites, but we're friends for no reason. Thing. Yeah. I, th I think yeah. we're back at um, like the Raising Arizona thing, where if you had someone competent behind the wheel to make a drama out of this, then it could be interesting, um, but you have to be making moves. You have to be doing something. Whereas yeah. at the moment, all we're really being handed is basically like the idea of a script. Pretty much. Um, well, it's like someone was fine. like, I love raising Arizona, but what if we'd had no personality, none of the family cast, okay, everyone's okay. generic, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. they're assassins. And you're like, is that your spice? They're assassins? Well, what kind of assassin things do they do? Well, sometimes they, well, they have they to get fired kill somebody. They their assassin job. Yeah, some, they, sometimes they have to try to kill somebody, and the daughter keeps ruining it. And it's like, oh, that juxtaposition of there's a little kid, but they got a kill job. 
And they're like, they're in the middle of pulling a guy out of the trunk and pulling his teeth out. But yeah, they're like, oh like, man, I gotta, I gotta uh, go pick up the girl from daycare. Weren't you supposed to do uh, it? It's like, yeah, you, man, The Sopranos is ten years old. When you dropped her, when you dropped her off at school, wasn't she okay? Well, she had a sniffle. Ah, I guess. Ah. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the Sopranos is old now. You know, You're not I've never original. actually seen it, and I, I, re- I watched a little clip of it recently. Morning. And it got me some gabagoo. Yeah, that's the song okay. they play every time they play. Yeah, it. It's, it's right. the opener. It's funny know. that they dun, dun, say gabagool every time. Gabagool. <laughs> you know, for uh, someone yeah. who never saw it, you sure do know a lot about it. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Uh, Hold on. Anyway. Well, the basic premise is quite simply that a uh, there's a guy who some would say is a moiterer. And all he does is get into situations that you think of on the one hand are like super dark because he's a moiterer. And then on the other hand are funny because he still has to live his life as an average dude. And it's like, ha ha, isn't it <laughs> funny when we dude. take someone who's a moiterer and we put him in an average situation? I've never yeah, heard of like, that before. What happens when Benny has to go talk to his colleagues at work after a night of killing, huh? It's crazy. What, what happens Always. when Johnny Tulips comes out as gay in 2008? And all the boys yeah. say they don't want to go murder nobody with him no more because he's gay. But at if the same time, jo- Johnny Tulips is like the best murderer I got. And at the end of the day, I was day, just about I, I gotta, to reference the scene. How, how did got, you fucking do this? I got to pretend that I, I hate him because he's gay. But at the same time, he's such a good murderer. And, and oh, 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 the Gabagool sandwich is here. Oh. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe, believe you just aced the exact reference I was going to go after. How yeah, did, well. did you like see it? Like, is this a popular? We watched the same Sean video. Shut up. Oh, fuck. It wasn't the Sean video. Told you, bitch. Anyway, oh, no. So, going God, back right. to Buddy Daddies before we out ourselves. Oh, man. Yeah, we're not gay, though. It's, it's different. That's how I know it's from the Sean video. You haven't even seen the fucking Sopranos. What the, the hell other scenes would you even right. know about? You don't even know about the one where they're trying to beat a guy to death with a baseball bat and his hair plugs come out and they well, all get grossed been... out. It's been so long since I've seen a Sean video that whenever it popped up, I was like, well, wait, yeah. I think I like this guy. Hold but on. Like, but like it's that class. You know what? I, I wish I could change my called shot to we literally have a Soprano scene in Buddy Daddies. <laughs> we're like, we're like, they're going to execute a guy and his like toupee comes off and they think it's so gross that they won't kill him anymore. Like they don't want to touch it. They have to dispose of the body. He's still got a hole in his head, but they, they'll touch the blood and the brains and the guts, but they don't want to touch his toupee. That's the kind of that's like a that's a fucking Sopranos tier joke. Nineteen ninety nine on the Sopranos. Oh my god! Oh no! Stop! Please! <laughs> I'm so old. There ain't, there ain't no Ten freaking years. way that whole <laughs> Ten years. It's been it's been twenty four. Fuck. Yep. No. Yeah. Help. Sorry, buddy. I need my life alert. Ain't no way their whole Siberian orchestra. Ain't no fucking way. Oh, don't tell me when the wire came out. Okay, I can't take it. I don't know what's gonna happen to me. I'm gonna turn to dust. The wire. The wire is funny to me because I've still never seen one episode, but I met one of the characters from it. What the fuck? Yeah, dude reviewed my uh, my one paper that I wrote at uh, Allegheny. Wow. Did he? uh, Did he say? Wow, this is um. This is you're you're really getting there. You'll you'll get there uh, someday. He <laughs> very appropriately out. called me out uh, Wired, because ooh, it was basically a dick joke. Yeah, there you go. 
The wire is legally drink right now. Well, the towers are down by then, so yeah. So the Sopranos came around when the towers were standing, and the wire knocked them down. The two, there are two wolves inside of you. One is the Sopranos, and the other is the wire, and they're both airing at the same time. Oh man! Sopranos gave him the good old one-two punch, you know. Hey, I found out today before we jump to the next anime. I found out today. I'm like. Three degrees or three degrees of separation away from Diamond Dallas Page. So thought wow. that was pretty cool. And so yeah, that does that mean you enjoy DP? No, mm, that's not. Wait a minute. I figured <laughs> out who it is. Well, that it's kind of like if you separate one degree from DDP, it's DP. No, okay, no, that's that's no. That's I think not that within, might actually be how it's. I done. think that I, I know someone at work out. who's married to someone who is cousins with his now wife or or girlfriend. Or oh, something. so you're three degrees of separation by marriage. Yeah, so, but so like, you're not I even have a, a three degree of separation. Technically, blood I relative. guess I'm also friends with his wife. So actually, I know. I know the wife who is the cousin of who's dating. You're friends with the new wife. Okay, you're basically a scab friend. Listen, I'm just saying. I'm so close to DDP, I can taste it. There he is doing his yoga, doing his DDP yoga. That's right. You know, you got to be flexible for the DPs. DDP, Uh, sorry. DDP's got to be flexible. Look at those steroid-free arms. They are. That man did not do steroids. I will tell you that much. He does not look like a deflated balloon. It doesn't look like you let the air out of his anchor arms. I'll tell you that much. Does look a little sunburned though. Now let's talk about uh, the the de facto winner at this point, uh, just Mm -hmm. due to Buddy Daddy's. Uh, Ethan, can you pronounce what is it called again? What is your anime? It is actually careful with the hard ends. Oh my god, Ninjin. <laughs> there you go. See, Ninjin sounds like you're saying nothing pronounced? wrong. No. 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 Okay. No. It's a light novel title. It's a light novel. I believe somebody get their butt kicked for something. <laughs> <laughs> Hell what? no. No. No, man. No. <laughs> no, it's a light novel title. So the actual title is. Uh, heroes that don't like working with others have oh, to save the world from the demon Apparently, disillusioned adventurers will save the world. Yeah, there you go. There you Ningen go. Fushin is just uh, what they translate it to for the manga adaptation of the light novel for the anime adaptation of the manga and the season two of the season one of the light novel of the manga adaptation. There's a pipeline. There you go. Did you carry the two or what? Ningen Fushin no Boken Sha Taichi Ga Sekai Wo Suku Yu Desu. Oh, I Desu. Don't you worry. Oh, you Desu? No, I Desu. No, I Desu. I Desu. Anyway. All right. I'm going to talk about it now. You go ahead and try. I dare you to come up with three plot points from that fucking shit stain of an anime. Oh, I can totally do that. Come on. At least three things happen. Three, yeah, I can talk about three. But plot can points, you identify accurately which episode they happen in? Oh, uh, I don't know yes. if it's been too long since we've you know reviewed bad anime. Have you forgotten that I take notes? Oh, you fool! Oh, like, well. did, is that a thing that you just we'll see of... how accurate they are? We'll see if the Alzheimer's is setting in. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say Alzheimer's, <laughs> by the way. Wait, are you? Are we not allowed to say that word? Is I that think a... Alzheimer's is a funnier thing to call it, and I will continue to do so. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Alzheimer's is. He's the greatest funny. of all timers. 
<laughs> you got him. That's right, All right, baby. Ethan. Sorry, I was just getting that cough out there. Ninjen Fushin. Uh, yeah, no problem. Um, so our main character's name is Nick, which I still find fiercely funny to me. That is very funny. What's, um, uh, what's Nick's class? And don't I say don't proletariat. He, does, he barely works. <laughs> He's not a rogue. <laughs> Um, is he a fighter? I don't really no, know. Oh, he's a combination of the two. You don't know your D&D anymore. You see, this is the world of oh, Pathfinder 5th Edition with oh. multi-classes and more classes than you Ooh. can shake a stick at. So he is a swashbuckler. Oh, he was the swashbuckler? Yes, he doesn't swash nor buckle yeah, nor have any I... sort of personality, but he is technically a swashbuckler, a combination of rogue and fighter. When they were like, oh, yeah, there's a barbarian. And I, I, it literally didn't even register because they were Barely, like, barbarian, not a barbarian a either. Not a barbarian. Wait, what, what do they call her again? Her class is Dragoon, which I think personally is a little racist because she's half dragon rather than rides a dragon, which yeah. is kind also, of a distinction. That's not here. what a, like, a dragoon is. Like, oh, well, a dragoon is a person who rides a horse. That's fair yeah, enough. Right. Yeah, right. But like I do, do understand it. the idea that when someone is a dragoon in D&D, they're at least riding something and Usually they call them like cavalier when it's a horse, so they reserve dragoon for the people who ride dragons because, you know, like the kind of false cognate. So she is riding herself, got it. In this case, it's almost a little racist because they call her a dragoon because someone at one point rode a dragon and she was the product. You got that oh my joke? God. Did you get that joke? I, I hope. She's the dragonborn is what I'm saying. She yep. was born from a dragon and a human who fucked. She's half I, I don't like that. So Do really, her dad or mom was the dragoon. If you, if you, you really know, I, you know, I think there are horrifying implications of each, and I don't like to engage with it. Oh, my bad. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable here. Well, you know what they say: if there's even one dragon in your family tree, you're a dragoon. Oh God! Yeah, thanks. I'm glad we did this. This has been good. Um, if your mom had sex with a dragon, you just might be a dragoon. <laughs> Here's your class. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get let's, her uh, done. <laughs> get her done. Fuck. She <laughs> no, she gets the draconic pass, the D word pass. All right. <laughs> so there's Nick. Oh god, this is gonna be hard. Uh, I don't know if listeners can tell. I'm uh, I'm actually a little sick. It's the first time it's come up during. Yeah, this whole he went episode. to our nation's capital and attracted that liberal virus. Yeah, I got bit. I got bit by some of them. Uh, I didn't say bit. That's fucking disgusting. What? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I got like malaria. You know, skaters. There's skaters where I goddamn live. Skaters a character from a Nickelodeon no show called Doug. You didn't listen. Catch him. If we're gonna That's if true. we're gonna do just Southern accents with like no repeat, then you know I, oh, I'll just right. switch fucking on stop. in. Stop! Like. Fucking stop right now, you goddamn! Why would you? Why would you? Fucking glass this? onion sounding. What? You, you, you said class what? No, it's a glass, glass onion. onion. Oh no, I wasn't aiming for him. I so I. Well, you I've were. Just, it's just stupid. I, I, it's just I was not you're stupid. God, oh, I, was, I was giving Ninkin you too much Fushin credit. Ninkin is a fucking moron. <laughs> I get a I little too Texas I was giving you too much mine. credit. It's just dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the world's greatest anime reviewer reviewing Ningen Fushin. You just <laughs> kept saying words that weren't really words. No, no, hold on, hold on. I got it. You take the fucking thing of what's-his-face uh, making fun of the, the billionaire, only it's me 
uh, talking about uh, Moriarty the Patriot. I was giving it too much goddamn credit. Turns out Moriarty the Patriot is a fucking moron. <laughs> Uh, just stupid. Right, I kept saying through. things that sound. No, that's that's Ethan. Every time he gets bamboozled by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead, Ethan. All right, gentlemen. Um, we got Nick, and he's looking for a new party. Um, he's also he? no talking. He's not looking. No, that's wrong. He's not looking for a new party. First of all, first of all, we have our. I love that you brought this up because we have yet another <laughs> wonderful instance of isekais. I'm eight words that just, in. Final, How could I be this wrong? Isekais that just flat out cannot decide whether or not they're an isekai. Yes. This guy is right. not from another world. He is from this world. It is this a is fantasy world. City. Yep. <laughs> and I swear to fucking Christ, halfway through episode one and his backstory. He just gets transported to another dimension of the modern world and becomes an idol fan. Right, they but, go like, to she fucking keeps the stadium. Up, so like it he happens pays, several times. He pays Ticketmaster. Like he gets floor seats. He raises the thing. Like every single aspect of this is just modern. Not a single aspect of it is fantasy. He's just a fucking idol fan. And I fucking hate these people. I if you wrote this. Do, do you have, like, a degenerative brain disease? What is your excuse? How do you do it to yourself? Are you, are you so opposed to the concept of drafting that you are literally writing four different stories simultaneously and playing them off of yourself to find out which one you want to go with? How the fuck do you do this? How? How does a human being sit down to write and go, I want to make a story that's about a fantasy guy who just like teams up with a bunch of other people who are disillusioned about the world. What's so disillusioned about him? Well, he lost all his money uh, uh, going to um, otaku concerts. That's a thing that exists here because I said so. Um, they're never going to come up again. Don't worry, I guess. Also, we have electric guitars and uh, studio apartments and sofas, and we wear T-shirts and play in a band. All that is correct. Please buy my my authorship. I would like to have a manga made of my garbage, please. Oh, you bought the rights for $20 and a cup of noodles? I will go ahead and kill myself now. We could only hope. It is... Okay, here's how you know that we've watched, like, too much anime. Other than seeing how he was at, like, idol concerts and stuff like that, and seeing the merch, I was like, all right, whatever. He like, buys merch from the merch stand. I know. In a fantasy world of magic. I know. It's wild. He got scalped on Ticketmaster. This, Even the in first... the fucking fantasy world, they cannot be avoided. The first episode is just, like, flashback after flashback after flashback like i was trying to figure out did he go to these idol concerts because he got fired from his last party and i think the answer was no he just was an idol fan beforehand it's literally Begging impossible the of, to know it's yeah, literally like, impossible to why know. is it there like why it, it, literally why like Re and relatability I, I points out, 
Relatability points. The the, the editor came in and said, kids these days go to idol concerts and they can identify with a person who spent all their money on merch and glow sticks. So have your character do that. And then when he was like, but my world is a fantasy world and there's no idol concerts. And they said, fucking do it. And he pulled out his nine millimeter. All right. And he pulled out his fucking gun and he pointed at this guy. And while he was pissing and shitting and crying, he said, fine, I'll do it. I'll put in the idol. Uh, the it's idol concert. The, Please don't kill me. The one in charge is just the kid from Buddy Daddy. She just pulls out the gun. That's right. You're gonna she give pulls me out. what I want. You're gonna fucking play hide and seek with me next week too, aren't you, you <laughs> okay, motherfucker? Okay, all right. Okay. Good to me. All right. The entire light novel is due next Tuesday. If you don't have it in, your manga's canceled. Also, we're gonna buy the rights to your uh, to your fucking script for fifty dollars and a pat on the ass as we Maybe. hit you with the door that you are now evicted from. We evicted this. you from your apartment. You must now live with a fucking Natsuki doll. You're done. Here's your box. Please, please. I want to believe so bad that human beings are capable of art. And these fucking these fucking light novel guys, man, they're just rubbing my nose in it. They're rubbing it. How do you do this? Why? Someone answer me. Oh, I don't have an answer. Um, I I personally enjoy the fresh take on uh, an otherwise uh, very, you know, uh, normal genre. That I mean, I think we just need to spice up isekai. We're like we're actually, if you think about it, guys, we're actually subverting the isekai genre because he actually, you know, we can't prove whether he was from a different world. So somebody Google this and tell me if it's an isekai or not. I, I feel like it's, it's not just an isekai. It's not? Are you sure? No. no. You sure? Maybe, maybe maybe chapter one of the manga they skipped over. Uh, How do you know? We actually know they skipped over stuff. We do know that. Well, people were sure. very, very angry about that in the comments because God only fucking knows that there's, there's a hype train behind this fucking steaming fucking exploding remember, train derailment. It was supposed to be that there was a full chapter or something explaining their backstories in greater detail to make them quote unquote more relatable. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Very relatable. Like, I, I who can't relate with being took, taken into a dungeon and left to die to a random snake in a jar? I, I can relate to that. Who can't? Yeah, who that who can't time. relate to a rape allegation? I mean, who can't? Raise your hands, boys. Raise your hands, okay? Come on. We're all fellas here. We've all had one or two levied against us. You know what I mean? I, and, you know, the, the bitches be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, would you like a drink? Uh, I, I, I got yeah, a drink. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know what would have been really funny? If when they all met at the bar and they were all drinking their beers, only three of them passed out. And the priest just was fine. The next day, they wake up, nothing's happening. They all form their little, they form their little coalition. The priest's backstory, he's just Bill Cosby. I had a, you know, it's relatable. I can, I can understand that story. Bill Cosby on a path to redemption. Still keeps raping his teammates, though. Ha ha ha. Isn't that funny? I like that. I mean, that's that's just episode one. It's I mean, just so fucking relatable. Even... It's just so fucking relatable, you know? <laughs> can you get through episode one, please? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I, I'll i see if I can fit it in. My bad. I, yeah. I actually kind of have been dallying a little bit here. Yeah, maybe only a little bit of a dilly, but not quite a dally. Right, yeah. Oh, um, I'm sorry, so we have to... 
Yeah, uh, just just in case you didn't wonder, Bill, this Bill Cosby, uh, he also does a cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It's it's important that that be. He brought did it in. for the Salvation Army too. It's important that you listen to it. Uh, Isn't that good? It's I'm I'm going to Bob. Hold on, well, um, listeners, we're going to need you to wait, and uh, we're going to start. We're going to all start listening. You can hit pause. We're I've already all start listening like to this at times. the same time. Okay. So when I when we get to one, we're gonna all listen, okay? You know what? You right. know, I take it. No, no, no. We're not gonna do that. Here's what's gonna happen: the normal outro. Fuck the normal outro. I'm playing the song. I don't care if I get a copyright oh takedown. I don't care if Bill Cosby himself crawls out of the hellhole he lives in and tries to fucking sue me. I'm putting this song in as the end of the fucking uh, as the ender for this episode. You're just you're just gonna have to wait and enjoy that. Oh my god, I. I'm glad Amazing. that this has come. I, I didn't think this moment would ever come. I, I, to be honest, I didn't know this moment was possible. Um, but oh, it's always possible. It's it always a possible. privilege to be here for it. It's a privilege and an honor. Okay, back to life, I guess. He's an otaku for idols or whatever. He's a stan. I don't know what to call him. Um, everyone that he is talking to is betrayed. Uh, this intro scene is so fucking weird. Two people get their backstory at the table. Two of them don't. But then they all just are at the table kind of like magically. It's not like one of them introduces themselves and drags the rest of them there. They just end up together. And Mm -hmm. I just, I fundamentally think that's the craziest part about this, this whole show, is that four people that are constantly betrayed by others are so desperate to take a load off from a day of nothing that they all sit at a table where they know no one else and sit in perfect silence until they all are exasperated enough to in unison say how they've been betrayed. That is insane. That is, I would much, much prefer that Truck Coon starts every one of the anime we watch than have that. It's, it's just so contrived. But who cares? We get it done. Um, <clears throat> so here's some of our wonderful backstories. The mage, uh, this little blonde-haired chick, her fiancé is jealous of her skill set and cancels the marriage. She can't get hired anywhere, so that is how she gets spurned. And then Mm -hmm. Father Zem is the cleric, and some chick in her, like, uh, in his... Church, I guess? Was it like... I guess it wasn't church. No, all he does is go outside and collect weed all day. <laughs> That's right. He just like picks plants. Um, well, anyway, some chick that I assume is young as well um, is very into him sexually. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work. I'm like a priest. So she turns him in for implying that he raped her or sexually assaulted her. Uh, I think actually the specific allegation was he was paying her for sex because they were like, he even paid her. Yeah, um, when she comes back and says she didn't want it, it's rape anyway. Yeah, this was a... You uh, what I'm saying? It, it's, he has it, a rape allegation regardless of whether or not he thinks of it as one. Well, that's... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it is an allegation, and it's heavily... He was having sex that... with an underage child, and that child later came to the police, and although he insists that it's a lie... She explained that he was paying him to have sex with her, uh, paying her to have sex with him to groom her for marriage later. Well, yeah, wait, we, uh, we actually do think, 
Yeah. No, I right, think right. it's oh, okay. true. I think it's true. Oh. I think he fucking 100% did that, and that he just wouldn't admit it at the table, and that's that's that, okay? Wait, wait. Are you saying that because, like, you just, you know it's anime, and you would assume that? Well, that's what s- makes it relatable. Oh, okay, for all, for yeah, all I, our anime fans out I there, it really now. wouldn't be relatable unless he was prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and spent some time in jail. You know. I also, you also now that this fake al- rape allegation occurred, he's addicted to sex. How does that make sense? Wait, he's what? a prostitute. He is... He's a wait, he's wait, a prostitute. He becomes a prostitute. Wait, the the cleric. Yes. Yeah, oh, like yeah, that's right. I forgot about He becomes that. a fucking prostitute. If he yeah. wasn't fucking the little girl, why would it make sense for him to become a prostitute? Damn. It's uh, just a, it's be- just a it was a false allegation. He hated most. He yeah, so like what? You, you smoke you get caught smoking one day and now you do heroin? That's not how that works. Hmm. All right, yeah, that definitely makes that worse. I yeah, I didn't really sure fucking yeah. does. Okay. If someone said Hey man, we're we're arresting you and putting you in jail for a year because you were selling cocaine. And I wasn't selling cocaine. I wouldn't be like, well, if I got caught doing it, I guess I might as well just do well, cocaine. Wait, hold on. Now. This is like actually, I'm not actually defending the idea of this character doing this, but what you're saying does exist. People that like constantly get accused of doing something that they haven't done to uh, eventually just start doing the thing well, I mean, because they're like, but well, he's I'm not doing anymore. the thing. But he's not. He's, he's not constantly. It was yeah. once, and he doesn't do the thing. He just yeah. is like, I, I'm out on my luck. I, I, I can no longer be a priest. It was the only thing I knew how to do. And there's only one other thing I know how to do, which is clearly become a male gigolo. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why was that the other thing you knew how to do yeah, like, if yeah, the allegation was false? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, Why do that's you have true. all this stuff set up? That's so That's weird. really like, strange. So like, you made I, a lot of money. I'm not one to judge, and I am. And I am judging you, and I want to make it clear that you deserve a harsher punishment. But it really just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, one, that a little girl would just make that up after you turning her down once. Not because she was too young, by the way, but because she, you're, a, you're a man of the cloth, and man of the cloth can't get married. And she's well, just so irate after this that she decides to accuse you of doing something you didn't do. That's a little strange, don't you think? I mean, this is rapidly turning into more of a discussion that it was probably her coming to him going, I want to be official with you. And yeah, him she, that is like, what she, I that's don't. what he says she said. But you know what the, the person who had sex with an underage girl he was paying would say happened? He would say, you see, officer, all I did was pay her to go get me herbs and come to my <laughs> house alone. Hey. Frequently, hey, my name is Chris Hansen. Why don't you have a seat? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's he's Chris Hansening his way out of this bullshit. Are you kidding me? His story doesn't add up at all. He come he came into the fucking hut with condoms and candy, and Chris Hansen <laughs> asked him to sit the fuck down. He's and like, he's like, listen, oh, uh, why why do you have all these lies about? Me? These are like, I these are the herbs I had her collect. Blow these condoms up and make balloon animals. I yeah, no, don't you understand? Why, why wouldn't anybody? Then we were just friends. I, I'm a She's the a one cloth. that wanted to get serious. And I said, no, that's yeah, that's she, you know what, that you know what, officer, it all makes sense now. She's just making this up because I won't marry her. Yeah, that's it, that's a thing that people do, you know, women, am I right, fella? You know, you know, you turn and them again, down again, and they just is, go a little a, nuts. This is a child doing something that a child would not do ever, never, never, just never do this for them unless they were raised in such a crazy, like. Unless they were like a sociopath, psychopath, but even even then, there's there's yeah. lines that regular humans is this, just. 
Is Don't this cross. our theme of today? Is this, I think you know, the theme of today is do? that the priest is 100% a kitty diddler. And as a man of the cloth, <laughs> this only tracks. He's, he's this only further on tracks. <laughs> this man's backstory is that he is a priest accused of having a, un, unseemly acts with a child under his care and was kicked out of the church. The only unrealistic part of this is that is he that was he got prosecuted. Out of the church. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, yeah, frankly, I can't true. get behind such an unrealistic portrayal of how the church handles <laughs> yeah. kitty did. In fact, I take it back. I'm not even mad about the kid. I'm mad that he got kicked out of the church. We all know that wouldn't happen. I'm mad that the Pope broken. didn't show up in the story. What do you mean Where? he was punished for his crime? A clergyman? Nay. This is bullshit, Grandma. <laughs> the Pope himself would have fucking vouched for this asshole. Oh, next next you're going to tell me that police were indicted while beating up minorities. That's oh impossible. Oh, my God. And no. They were, they, come, come on. on. This, is, this must be an isekai. This is That's definitely a different world. business as usual. They would have just turned <laughs> off the body cam, dude. They're not that stupid. <laughs> God. By the way, there's body cams and police brutality in this because you know we can just insert whatever realistic modern world shit we want whenever we want, and you yeah. won't fucking question it because you're just a brain dead little zoomer watching fucking anime. You love this trash. The only thing you love more than watching this garbage is complaining about it in the fucking comments. Lucky for me, you're a lot better at one of those than the other. Yeah, well, uh, um, you know, I came here for some good old-fashioned anime, and I uh, I didn't really want it to, to be so lifelike. I don't like that you guys uh, took that from me. And, yeah, no. uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I just don't think about it that much. What's wrong with you? Why are you thinking I, about the things that you watch so much? What the I fuck? Prefer, I, I'm trying I, to insult you by calling you smart. This is the literal, this is the best that I have. I prefer that we enjoy a good old-fashioned anime like Helsing Ultimate, where mm. we get to talk about there the papists. And right, we get to explain how right. the Catholics uh, helped the Nazis escape to Argentina. <laughs> this is the kind of immersion I'm looking for. Look, sometimes I like a show about magic, and sometimes <laughs> I like a show about religion. <laughs> we're but not I on prefer... that one yet. Don't Was that this one? That's the, we're not no, on that's no, Revenger. Not, no. <laughs> that's Revenger. All right, we're moving Coming on. Soon. We'll get to... <laughs> moving on, we're done, brother. <laughs> well, that was episode one. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you can go ahead and wrap it up there, buddy. Um, so the, the <laughs> only thing I want to mention enough, okay? is, did you guys notice how, like, I'm sure it was just code speak, but, like, whenever he goes to sleep with that, like, innkeeper, the the... The, the priest sleeps with the, the innkeeper. The big, the big tittied milf yeah. who you know yeah. is a milf because she has exactly one line next to her eye that indicates that she is over the age of 22. Yeah, exactly. So whenever she's like, like talking to him, she's pudding, like, milf. you know, my back's been really hurting. And yeah, I'm like, the, okay. You know that she's and over then, the age of 19 when her back hurts. Well, that's because of the huge Considered unfuckable in Japan. Well, that's the thing, though. This guy hears, well, you need a massage, and by that I mean a massage of my dick. That's like, right. I, I literally have written down <laughs> on my notes just simply, he fucks the pain well, out of her no, back? Well, let, no, let's establish something. He, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, what, what's the joke where, like, your, your back hurts and you're leaning forward and, and like, it hurts and someone comes in and pulls it the other way? He literally fixed her hurt back by blowing her back out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he he's kind of like he's a reverse chiropractor. He 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 gets at the spine from the inside, from the other angle. Ooh. All right. Also, that as a note, Jay said I couldn't find three plot points. Plot point one. The boy Error. in the church likes stop. to fuck you. Stop. No, yeah, just let it hang. The, the dramatic pause <laughs> is not helping your case. No, it's not. God, I wish I could talk to I was really tonight. hoping you just, you just stopped right there. Point, point number point one. one. Anyway. Moving to episode two. Question mark. <laughs> no, I think point number one is the Catholic Church is relatively realistic within this. Uh, you know, maybe they wouldn't out themselves. We but... do have a realistic priest. You know, the other problem is that he does it to a young woman. So, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, negative, negative Instead of a young boy. So that's yeah, two strikes against it. He gets kicked out of the church and it's not a young boy. That's All right, right, episode so. two. Here's here's my big takeaway. Uh-huh. Female adventurers are incapable of having knowledge from before. Um, that's, that's right. So, Male adventurers that's plot on their first adventure two. are extremely qualified, very capable, and are kicked out of their groups because they're just too damn smart and annoying. Girl this, adventurers are the dumbest motherfuckers around, high up their own ass, and can't fucking do anything right because women... Yeah, Thank I mean, you. episode two also has a subplot. Um, you know, everything you just said, but subplot of women are by nature, if you put them in the room together, just two of them, they, they become so catty, it's impossible for them to I trust know. each other. Two women in the same room, you know, sparks are going to fly, and not the, the good time. kind, you know what I'm saying? They're two yeah. chicks at the same time is a fight, all right? A fight. That's- yeah, I... Very dumb. So the whole <laughs> real takeaway on this one, I don't think we need to spend a shitload of time on this. They go into a dungeon... Um, and like the wizard offends the dragon character because the wizard is like really annoyed for some reason and tries killing a slime in front of her. But the dragon, while we weren't looking, runs like way out in front of the party. So she almost gets hit with these like ice spike things. And the dragon's like, I no longer trust the wizard, which is hilarious because the dragon, like, very explicitly was not where well, she was supposed to be. to be fair, the, the wizard did almost Dick Cheney that, that person. That is true, but they, if you think almost, about it, you were a friend with Dick Cheney, shot. so you probably deserve it. So. You, exactly, exactly. You can't trust Dick Cheney anymore. I mean, you already had it coming because you were friends right. with Dick Cheney, but I just want to establish that if by some chance you were somewhere with Dick Cheney and he shot you in the face with birdshot... I certainly wouldn't want to go out hunting with him anymore. No, I don't either. No um, amount of kitschy campfire talking and the guy taking off his shirt for some fucking reason is going to convince me otherwise. So that's really the whole takeaway in episode two is that they like get really offended and like don't want to trust each other. And then they learn to trust each other at the end of the episode basically because the main character shows the other three mostly just the two women that it's possible to function as adults while still being women. Yeah. Luckily there was a man there to explain it to them. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if there was any other way for the women to learn except for if the man told them, you know, like he does. I'll say that like from the perspective of making yourself vulnerable in a new team, it can be effective to make yourself lead that vulnerability thing it just in the context of only the women are fighting and also only the women seem to need things explained to them during the course of this tour of the dungeon like yeah. the, i don't remember the cleric saying anything and that the means, cleric doesn't say anything ever yeah he's basically um, not in the show and this is made even worse because the dragon character has already fought in classy dungeons and survived so like 
they're all the way down in class F dungeons. So, like, she probably knows a lot of this stuff. So it's just, like, active mansplaining. If, like, I mean, and I guess the wizard asked most of the questions, but why doesn't the, the dragon character, you know, answer some of these questions? And the answer is because she's a stupid woman um, who also can't trust anyone around her. Also, mm-hmm. like, uh, apparently our main character has no problems trusting people now. He's just magically got over his problems with that. Also, his the cleric magically got over with it. Is that he says to the camera that the uh that the guy who raised him was also his party leader and his party leader kicked him out for being too fucking annoying again we have a cleric situation where i just flat out do not believe this whatsoever i do not believe for a single solitary fucking second that he was raised by this person and he considered him his dad and that in reality he was really extraordinarily fucking annoying and that he deserved to get kicked out how about that could be you know what else I believe? You know what else I think? The fucking chick from episode two, the 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 witch lady with the unoriginal costume, uh, she did absolutely nothing wrong and yet is still a giant piece of shit. So if you don't know, because we didn't talk about it, but the way it works is that everyone gives their backstory and one of the only ones given is the witch chick who wears a big witch hat so you know that she does magic. I mean, they all do magic, but she does the most magic because she's got the witch hat. And uh, her story is that she's a rich girl who was trained to be a witch at witch school, or at least witch prep school. And at witch prep school, she was engaged to a random guy who she didn't seem to interact with much. That random guy has an existential crisis because his future witch wife is better at witching than he is, has a full-on mental breakdown in the middle of a fucking coffee shop because his wife is better than him at something, breaks up with her to fuck a new girl who is right next to him at the coffee shop and is spreading rumors about being bullied despite the fact that she's obviously a massive bitch and just doesn't care. And all of this comes together with witch girl who is doing very well in her studies and just had her fiance break up with her by being a robust pulsating asshole. I can't trust people anymore. Bitch, you had your whole life fixed. You can now concentrate even more on your studies. Your teachers still love you. The class bitch is still being the class bitch and has now been paired with your fiance. So now you don't have to deal with either of them anymore. And they can make each other miserable for the rest of their lives. This is a fucking win, win, win. You won it all. Everything came up Millhouse and you fucking quit. Oh, yeah. uh, Bitch of the week accused her of fucking her teachers to get better grades. You know, that's something that's really easy to fucking disprove. Uh, all you have to do is not fuck a teacher and get a good grade anyway. Or better yet, uh, pull out your Wait, wand and kill that insufferable you, bitch. Okay, well, that part, yes. But, like, what do you mean just... As in, like, as in like someone... So, like, when you accuse someone of fucking a teacher, you have to yeah. accuse a teacher, too. You can't just walk up to someone and saying, you're fucking the teacher for a good grade, and then she's going to be like... Which teacher? And you're going to have to go out loud on record accusing a teacher of fucking a minor. And you bet your fucking stupid ass you don't want that smoke. 
I believe the phrase you're, you're me, looking for was sweet bippy. That's maybe. A, it's more modern. Uh, you version. know, I, I would like to rotate. But you bet your sweet bippy, I did. <laughs> like, if you gave this fucking scenario two and a half minutes of thought, this fucking gossiping bitch was about to have the hammer dropped on her fucking head by the institution who, by the way, apparently are also a college and a paramilitary organization. So, yeah, I think your accusation of a teacher fucking a minor wasn't going to go over well when you had no evidence. Hmm. Meanwhile, uh, the, the guy who can't fucking stand it when someone gets a better SAT score was very likely not going to make it very far in life. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty good thing that you're not fucking engaged to him anymore. Am I, am I done overanalyzing yeah, this? No, no, no. I, no, I, mean, I, I was good. I, every once really in a while, good. I'd say about once a week, I, I just open up YouTube and I turn on JW's channel and I listen to the TED Talk. Um, the irony is I actually don't click any of the videos. I just sort of let it sit there. And then what, he talks to me Once a week, anyway. the video plays whether you like it to or not. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, I, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, once, uh, once, once every Wednesday or once, once every Wednesday. Don't worry, boys. I got the header. I'm going to maybe be uploading clips of the uh, podcast to YouTube so the whole world can enjoy. What the hell's me, me ranting because I don't know what else to put on the clips besides Ethan laughing. <laughs> I only have the one good laugh, though. <laughs> Apparently. Well, it's going to be a lot Fuck. of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, all right, that's episode two. Uh, again, I, I'm going with the subplot as uh, my big plot moment, which is uh, two women in the same room automatically made from caddy. Well, what about one man and one woman, only they don't fuck? What do they do then? That's right. They go out to dinner all the time and run out of money. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you pointed this out to me in episode three. Um, th- like, okay, so episode three, I'm going to make the p- the actual plot of this as quick as I can. I think I could do it in two sentences. The dragon lady gets betrayed by someone that seemed trustworthy, and then she learns how to eat good food. Yeah, she learns to appreciate life again by spending all her money eating at McDonald's. So, like, the eating it like uh, checkers. uh, It is kind of like a checkers. Or like diners, diners, I'll say. Like, she goes to random bars and eats street cart food. Can I fucking say right off the bat right now, Japan, your your obsession with food, unfounded. Your street cart food, not that fucking good. Not that fucking good. I've it's had like, street cart food. It sucks. That's the point of it being street cart food. They are, they heat up a bunch of bullshit that they get, and it kind of tastes good, and it's like $3. Yeah, no. Now, there are like good street carts out there. Like There's good anything, but they're few and far between. And the reason that you like it so much is because what you paid for what you got is astounding. That's why you enjoy uh, also, it. Also, the reason you like it is because the rest of what you people apparently fucking eat is out of a vending machine. <laughs> it's like if someone came over here and they're like, the fact that it was above forget room about temperature it. I go is to a food fucking trucks every single night. I go to Philly and I find food trucks and I just go eat God overpriced damn, man. garbage. Could you imagine that? Like a guy oh. who subsists entirely off of cheese whiz, cheese sticks, soft pretzels, and uh, like fresca? Lobster rolls and random, like. God damn, lobster know. rolls are disgusting. 
Ugh. Like the actual <laughs> ones you get off of the street. Yeah, because oh, they're, the they're ones a piece of they're, they're a God strip of lobster it. tail in a hot dog bun. Oh, it was the worst thing ever. I, I mean, paid twenty even, bucks for one just that's to see thing. what it was like. Worst idea ever. I wish I had my I, twenty dollars back. I mean, nowadays we do actually have really good food carts. I think the major issue is I can't I don't imagine think they're really good. I think that they are of the yeah. same level of a restaurant, and it's the novelty of it being a food cart yeah. that makes you think it's better. I oh, once well, was, I yeah. once was blinded by food trucks, and then I realized that I don't really just I, I just don't care. They're, they're, the food's okay, but now I'm paying the the the. What it was for me was like, oh, I can get like really good food and like for a little cheaper and the novelty of having a food truck. Now it's like $20 for a lobster roll, which is just a hot dog bun. But I could go to an actual seafood restaurant and get a bigger lobster roll for the same price and have it be better. It's like, oh, yeah. food trucks are no longer the cheap commodity they once were. Now they're worse than eating out. Like, forget about it. No, thank you, man. Yeah, at least they were cheap. At least they gave you hot, cheap food. Yeah. It wasn't fresh, it wasn't very good, but you were just walking by, you bought a hot dog, you bought a soft pretzel, you bought a cheesesteak, you bought yeah. something, and you're like, you know what, it's not bad while I'm like walking to and from work or to and from the fucking public transportation. Yep. That is what food cart food is. This fucking garbage, like, I, I literally can't have a comparison. You go to fucking America and you write a goddamn fantasy show where people like go bonker billies for cheesesteaks. You're fucking lying. You're well, it's a like fucking it's, liar, it's dude. It's that, but also it's like they always have their. It's like, it's like someone going bonker billies for like state fair food. Like, oh, okay, like I get it. Like, it's not that great though. It's just, it's just another funnel cake. Like, oh, I get it. You guys are constantly having festivals. But no one comes over here and goes, did you have that deep fried Oreo again? It's like, that's not really that good. Like, it's an interesting once, yeah. but please, just give me yeah, regular great. food. You know what? That's that's just what I should do. You go go through all the fucking anime every time they try to, like, dazzle you with food cart food. Just replace it with American food cart food. Yeah. And you're going to know exactly what you're getting. Yep, like, oh, yeah. the dongo. I love that. This is my character in my anime, and they love eating dongo. They love eating deep fried Oreos. <laughs> well, yes. so I think that was my point. Is that a personality? That I, I can definitely get behind <laughs> enjoying this stuff. It's just that if you are anything approaching an adult, I I personally, even without the acid reflux that I have, like pre <laughs> that really being a big deal for me, like I used to go to cons and I would be there for like four or five days. And because you only have a small little fridge, like we would try to bring stuff beforehand, but like you can't bring that much. Yeah. So like you would just get fucking annoyed with how much eating out you were doing it's all extremely fatty. It's extremely salty. So by the, you're always just like exhausted from eating whenever you're eating only out all the yeah, time. Yeah, ramen again. Even, like I, Yay! Even, even, even good food, shit. Even food at cons, like it, it can be pretty good. But also they get you because you just spent like eight hours on your feet in cosplay, and like yeah. anything will taste good at that point. But if you have that meal like on a regular day, you're like. I just pay fifteen bucks for this. Are you kidding me? God, yeah. this is terrible. Yeah, like I've gone to ramen restaurants that are really know, I'm good. Not... Ramen's really goddamn good. It yes. doesn't get any better when it's served to me in a fucking coffin. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Off the street. I walk in past the little fucking flap. I get into my ramen coffin. I order my ramen and I have to eat it like a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. This yeah. experience is yeah. fucking dog water and it tastes just as good from the restaurant next door. Yeah, I still have to sit down. Like I didn't even get to walk around with it. No, nope. this is this is garbage. Takoyaki uh. isn't food. It's lava. 
You know that joke where they always put the takoyaki <laughs> in their mouth and they fucking like, like oh, it's so too hot, well, too again, hot. Again, They're related right to Because related it doesn't American taste food. like it's just anything. just a hot pocket. Just yeah. a hot pocket. It's just lava inside of a crust. It's a, it's it's basically just like deep fried squid with some sauce on it that you can't taste because you just fucking nuclear bombed your taste buds. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Well, you know, to to tie this into the anime, um, there is no tie-in. All right. You pointed this out, JW, and I wanted to make sure we talked about it a little bit. Is that there's no there's no other lesson here. Other than like what we had in episode two, which is a woman needs to be like shown how to exist in like society. It's very strange because she is led around by Fifths, which is the dumbest name ever. Fifths? Fifths. It's like the Fips Conservatory, but with an F. Well, yeah, too many Fs. Actually, probably not enough Fs considering it's Fifths. There's you only know, two I'm, Fs. I'm convinced that that's, that's supposed to be an English word that they don't know how to pronounce. Could be. It's just weird Especially because, like, considering the, the main character's Nick name is, is Nick. Here. Yeah. Hey, yeah. they nail Nick. You know, for once, for once in the life, an anime fucking put in an English name that they could pronounce rather than putting in one that, as far as I could tell, they straight up desired to never be able to pronounce. Like Luffy. Who were right, you right. kidding? Not a single one of you is going to be able to pronounce that for the next 30 years. Ever. What, 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 what was the point of this? Come on. At least give him a Japanese name, or if you're going to give him a different name that's supposed to be vaguely English, just don't put an L in it. It's not that hard. There's so many so, names that don't have L's in true. it. The only true. thing I wanted to get at was Fifths is known as the Solo Eater, which is the stupidest title I've ever heard of. And yeah, it's well, because he's so have a cool title. he eats alone. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that fucking means. Like, I... I, hey, as someone that went out to eat recently alone, I had a really good experience. Like I've never really done that before, but it was it was cool. It was good. It was like uh, I don't know. It was nice to just are you eat alone. Okay? I thank you. Very supportive. Um, no, I was. How so, am like, I supposed I, to be I, supportive of going out to a restaurant by yourself? Because it was fun. It was. If like I was someone, supportive, I'd be there. I what? Got okay. him. <laughs> okay, got him. Fucking idiot. Um, that's like uh, every once in a while I've heard. Uh, not people I know. This is like random internet people that'll be like, you know, go see a movie on your own. It's actually kind of like peaceful. And I was like, ah, it kind of sounds like some weird kind bullshit. of like peaceful. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just quoting other people right now. But right, um, well, anyway, I thought so we I just... learned about. I thought we learned about the pitfalls of that from reading the comments. I... Other no, people not they got, they like got that, it together, motherfucker. motherfucker. No, that's not even what I mean. I mean, don't fucking listen to these other people. They're dumbasses. Oh, I, I, like I believe for a second hear, some random. Now, fuck you're, no. You're not allowed to hear someone and want to explore an idea that doesn't hurt you. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, um, no. Okay, fine. Noted. Duly noted. You fine. fucking papist. Got um, it. You're you're anyway, you're extra. You're you're excommunicated. Not all I'm saying is, going out to eat alone doesn't make you cool. It doesn't make you anything. You're eating food. You're, it, it, there's nothing there. But he like, walks this around town and spends all his money on good food. That's a personality. Yeah, well, I wish this was the menu, so that way he would die at the end of it. It's stupid. This is so boring. Have you guys watched the menu yet? I did. It's amazing. I no, really I like the menu. I, mean, I, I love the menu because it's all about uh, torturing and killing rich people who just make workers' lives mildly inconvenient. And it's just such an enjoyable thing. I wish I could have the menu, but for anime. 
where like oh an my anime God. production an anime production company pulls in a board meeting for their latest anime and it's actually just a setup to elaborately commit murder suicide. <laughs> that's what I need. That's what I need. I'm right in now. for that. Yo, I would absolutely watch that. I wonder I who would, we trust would, that with. Well well like and the thing is is like Miyazaki's at the board meeting. So like they keep testing him to see if he's a good person or not. And at the end of the day, they get they get the anime producer who's trying to kill everybody to draw like one panel without an upskirt. And he just smiles. He smiles and he says, you can go. <laughs> after, after, after he was physically able to draw a fucking female character without triple double Ds that would break her fucking spine, he, he has like just a sliver of humanity to return to him, lets that man go, and then executes everybody else in the room. Uh, Mike, in case it's not clearly obvious yet, you should watch the menu. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not getting those vibes. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really just not. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted no, to make no sure. At all. That it sounds you like you want me to avoid the menu at all costs. Like it's all right. okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and that's actually the lesson from episode three: is you have to avoid the menu at all costs. Avoid See? the menu. I found three plot points. Nice. I'm proud of you. All Thank right. you. So let's. Uh, I. You guys want to sell me on your animes? You have to. It's just part of the deal. Oh, oh, Buddy Daddy's like wins. It it's an anime yeah. that works. Done. Wait, did you just make the case for mine? I was yawning. No, mine's <laughs> Buddy Daddy's, you son of a bitch. Okay. I yawned through the name. I just heard you say it works, and then it's done. And I, I couldn't imagine, I literally couldn't imagine <laughs> you saying that Buddy Daddy's was the one that worked, and it, it should be the one to move on. So I assumed that you said mine. How the hell would I not say that? Ningen Fushin doesn't have anything even mildly entertaining. Are you it. insane? Come on, man. Ninjin Fushin is like the one that should be moving on. You're out of your mind. All right, you're right. I'm changing my mind. Well, Only because I want you to suffer more. I want you to remember that you convinced me to put in Ningen hey, Fushin. Hey, I, I am trying to keep the integrity of this show alive. We okay, have three But you fans. can just do whatever you want. Maybe. Maybe. Not even. It's more like two. I keep trying to get people to listen to it, and then just be like, "Yeah, it was funny." And then I'm like, "Have you kept up?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, can't have been that funny. <laughs> I don't know. Utterly I, lacking the... in any wit or originality, <laughs> and yet I laughed in spite of myself. I don't myself. really remember what happened. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm the light novel author today. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think mine should definitely move on. Mike, it's chip just... in so Ninkin Fushin can win anyway. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it's named Ninja Infusion. Do you Daddy's actually want yours, Jay? No, Buddy Daddy's is just oh, okay. a little bit too good, honestly. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. On our it's, go. Yeah, it's boring. It it's boring. Good, and Ninja Infusion is boring bad. The only yep, hope we have is that on. boring bad turns into funny bad. Uh -huh. Boring good can only ever become good. It's done. Yep. In yeah. the, it's toasted. Yeah. Now Go watch Buddy Daddies. Now, if, if it you started think off that amazing. Funny. Then it can tank, like Moriarty. But we've never had exactly. boring good become anything other than boring good or, you know, that's pretty good. Exactly. So, yeah, good point. All right. I mean, and that's To fair. be honest, was... we've never had boring good turn into anything other than boring good, ever. Yeah, typically, yeah. I don't know that it's even going on. I have on never had an anime improve with time. Yeah. No, period. I can't think of it. Oh, you that's know what? Hey, there's... um. Shit, what is it? It's the... Improve as in get better, not get yeah, more yeah. entertaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the... I think this is kind of cheating, but Madoka. Madoka Magica? 
Yeah, because the first like two episodes feel like when the it, fuck was I, that ever on the podcast? You didn't brother? even watch that on the podcast. Oh, I thought you were just saying in general. No, like, no we're never not talking about in terms of the podcast. Why I, the fuck? What we do here? I I talk about Jimmy all anime. Christmas. I'm inclusive. All you're, anime. Fuck your right, Let's just talk about right? shots before I reach to the screen and give Ethan Look, a bigger I'm already sore halfway throat. dead. It won't take much, okay? All right. I've been Ethan, sick for dark, a week, motherfucker. Your dark, well, you, I, I'll talk for you then. Ethan's dark horse, Ninja Fushin, lives on. Uh, you're called shot for Ninja Fushin. Ethan was a dragon chicky kicked out of the party because she's too forceful of her. That's just not probably going to happen, but it's still in, so, so we got to leave it. I, I buddy, was close. I thought she was doing that. She's kicked out getting... because she's genetically impure. Oh, God. And All the right. blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy thought she was inferior. Well, actually, um, he, he did compliment on her ability to, like, not die well, to poison. It, it was sort of a it was sort of a sort of a backhanded compliment when she was both able and unable to scratch a pendant with her claw finger. Yeah. Which is, you know, something of a sore spot for her being born with claw fingers, apparently. All right. And then uh, your call chat for buddy daddies. There will be a moment they realize they're actually gay, but the anime will interrupt it. I think that's going to be wrong because I think the anime will tell you every single episode that they're clearly not gay because they have sex with women. But uh, if you want to find out, Ethan, you're more than willing to. But I'm not going to watch any more Buddy Daddies to find I, out. So. I hope there's a point where you get the you get the heart like sparkle filter, and they get their faces get real close, and then the kid jumps in between them. But like it's it's like her dirty diaper butt. Yeah, and, and I mean that farts. would be she a farts in example. both of their mouths. I don't think we're getting it though. We can mark yeah. that one off. All right, yeah. my boringest being Buddy Daddy. Uh, I still in because uh, you know it's it's slightly too good, so maybe it's too boring. It's not um, boring it's, enough. I'll tell you that right now. Well, we don't. It's it's the most boring out of these two. I know? have had an entire episode of Ningen Fushin that it was already more <laughs> yeah, boring than Buddy Daddy. Yeah, yeah I don't that. know. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Um, Buddy Daddy is like too good, but that doesn't mean it's more boring than Ningen yeah, Fushin. The amount of one eighty all of these anime would have to pull to be. More boring than Buddy Daddy is astounding. No, you're right. No, you're right. I'll, I'll mark it wrong. But if somehow we watch all of these and we come back to it, that'll be a pretty impressive upset. Exactly. Uh, Ninja Fushin, they're caught in their own fantasy world. No one cares about them. I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, that was one of my weaker ones because I couldn't think of anything. We'll the see only what's thing up, that's but... accurate is that no one cares about them. Buddy Daddies, they keep killing people while looking for a school. I know there is school stuff coming up, so actually, I lied it's earlier. It's possible, yeah. I'm going to go and watch a little bit of Buddy Daddies, or at least skim through yeah. it to see if that scene happens. All right, you keep uh, Because there's a, there's a chance, because that's literally what they start doing in the next episode, is looking for a school for her. So, And it's an important chance. Yeah, it is. The part where um, they the part where they murder the school superintendent and then puppet her corpse on a on a piece of string to try to get her ch- their child into preschool that's going to be a great scene. Yeah, all right, Jay. What do, you, what do you got, Jay? I mine were my winner was Buddy Daddy's aunt dead instantly. Sorry, bud. Straight in the fucking God, was trash. That was number one for you too. Woof. Uh, oh boy, um, Ningen Fushin. All backstories are Joker speeches. We came close. We came close. To be perfectly honest, I would almost classify the um, the story that we get for the priest as like borderline Joker level. Yeah, because yeah, he I'm is literally that. saying that like society betrayed him and that it's all their fault and he didn't do anything wrong. That yeah, being said, he he, fucking I'm very much insulted that no one at any point actually gives a speech about their backstory. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you know anything about creating media, there's so, the thing that's really frustrating 
about flashbacks isn't just that they take you out of your current context and dump you somewhere where you don't know where you are, but that you deprive the audience of good dialogue. Because in a lot of ways, hearing how a character describes their own backstory is backstory and character development at the same time. And is honestly a hell of a lot easier to, you know, like organically bring into a, a show or a, a situation. Whereas having a hard cut to another thing that you never asked for and no one in the scene asked for only to be then shown a different period of time that you now know is 100% accurate. It's way more boring. It's way too easy to engage with. It's often only there because you just flat out are too lazy or too stupid to come up with dialogue that shows it. Or it's something that you probably should have started with from the beginning. Because guess what? It's not a flashback if it's the first fucking scene. Is it? Checkmate. I'll see you in my office. Got him, boys. Lincoln Knights. Buddy daddies, baby gets stuck in progressively faster modes of transportation gag. This needs to happen, preferably while murdering superintendents of a school. I agree. (laughs) But it did not happen, so I won't watch anymore. Mike, you'll have to tell me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Uh, All right. And then the producer. Dragon bitch holds great sword in teeth. Nice try, <laughs> idiot. Her great sword's too huge. Her mouth isn't nearly big enough. All her previous teammates told her so. <laughs> Buddy uh, daddy, there's a gun in the child stuffed bear. You uh, were so close. See, she does pull well, a gun, yeah. but it was she not pulls in her bear. a fucking gat. Uh, you would have just said she pulled a gun on some goons. I would have given it to you, but I want to give you was... a half point. How about that? You gotta, you gotta, listen, I'm done with these Wait, half he's points. He's getting a half many, point. I don't it's know. Shut the fuck keep up. up with. He's got to win some time. Mike's got to lose some time. <laughs> I, I, we had, I have. Once, didn't we? I've lost one season, tied he two, has. and won the rest, okay? Listen. <laughs> yeah, listen, I am up a point already, but I earned that. And JW lost a point because he earned that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I, I called out Revengerous <laughs> Chinese with absolutely no evidence whatsoever. Some would say it was racially motivated. After that, uh, we're all done with called shots. What are we doing next week? <laughs> next week, we got Get us reborn. Get, reborn on, to mess. We reborn got more anime. Ma- we're watching Blade vs. Revengers. <laughs> we we got me Blade versus Chinese me. So reborn to master the blade, and then uh, Revenger, which is the I like. I don't like religious animes. I prefer magic ones with some religion in them. Thank you for telling me because I had already forgotten. <laughs> How dare you? I'm not really hyped about religious <laughs> themes. I prefer magic ones. <laughs> Where religion occasionally I don't. Shows I don't up. know what the fuck that has to do with religion, but here <laughs> we go. Uh, so this is gonna be good. Um, that's next week. Uh, we're gonna have some fun then. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye bye. Alright, this is take a one. Alright, okay, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. That's right. All that's good. It was 20 years ago today. A Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. And they've been going in and out of style But they're guaranteed to raise a smile So may I introduce to you 
Sing it, children. With Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Sit back and let the evening go Boys Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club One and only Billy Shears! 